first job in the movie and TV industry? Uh, well, I mean, I guess my first professional job, well, I did a movie a million years ago that was called For the Love of a Dog. <laughs> that was probably my first thing I did in high school. But my first like job job was Alpha House on Amazon. Um, you play Connie, uh, who retrieved the only copy of the infamous 18 and a half minute yap in the Nixon tapes. What attracted you to this role? I think that there is like a, a lot of, um, overlap, you know, and a lot of, uh, similarities that people are finding right now as evidenced by all this Watergate, um, uh, interest of late between kind of what was happening um, in the highest office of our country in the 70s and kind of what has been happening um, in America recently. And so I think that, you know, I think that there was um, some, some fun, interesting, fresh sort of commentary um, when I read the script that uh, felt just relevant and interesting and kind of juicy and, um, and I also really liked uh, Connie as a character and liked that dynamic that she had with, um, with Paul. And it, it felt, you know, the movie as a whole kind of felt also like this, um, this chamber piece of just uh, almost like a play with these, you know, four or five characters who are um, just kind of going in and out of rooms. <laughs> I think that's one of the things that I found fascinating about the film was it's very dialogue driven, right? You know what I mean? There's a lot yeah. of, you know, interesting dialogue within that. What is it kind of like preparing for a role like that? Um, I, I mean, it, it's infinitely easier when you have a great cast like we did and, um, and people who are um, just prepared and, and ready to jump into it. Um, and I loved working with John so much. He's so, so good. And I think it was really fun to kind of find, um, find that, those characters dynamic together. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I come from the theater and I think that it's always a joy when you get to kind of have longer scenes and more um, more to say. I think it's kind of my comfort zone. Uh, Dan Mervish wrote and directed the film. And I think what I liked, there's so many different layers to this, right? There's like a story within a story within a story type of scenario and kind of that weird mystique of like, is somebody watching us? Is somebody not watching us? Is somebody listening? What was it like working with him and kind of getting in that mind frame? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, there's a, there is that, you know, certainly a huge part of the film. And I think that there's such a, uh, you know, parallel to be seen in just the actual, the dynamic of like meeting someone new, the guy, Connie and Paul's dynamic is kind of like a really nice echo of the paranoia of the time and the paranoia of the situation. And, and, um, I kind of, I kind of just like love that, uh, like the, the commentary, I think that's, that's being made through those two characters, um, dynamic. 
So I know that the, the project had started filming and then of course stopped filming because of the pandemic. What was that kind of like trying to like start, stop and, and kind of get back into that, obviously playing other roles and playing in other films and stuff like that? Yeah, I, um, I mean, well, I don't think I did anything in between because we stopped shooting March 17th or whatever of 2020 and then we went back in September. So I think that was, I think I didn't, I didn't shoot anything um, in that time in between. Um, it was really just, you know, pandemic times. At that point, everything was kind of, if things were shooting, that was like the first thing that had shot, you know, like it really, our industry did take several months to kind of get going again and figure out how to do it. Um, it was certainly very bizarre to go back to something and suddenly be, you know, wearing face shields and masks and getting tested and it was a it was a very different uh dynamic than the first time round what what during this pandemic obviously it was a, a very difficult time but especially as a creator um for you how did you find yourself staying creative throughout that time mm. i think i really just took the pressure off i did not feel very creative during the time and I didn't make myself. <laughs> and I think I, um, I really, you know, I think a lot of people had a different, had had a lot of different coping mechanisms. And I think that, you know, some people certainly were producing a lot of work and, and kind of were finding refuge in that. I also equally, I feel like, you know, more people who were just like, yeah, no, I did not have the mental bandwidth to be even interested in reading a book. And that was kind of how I felt. I was, I was, I'm a huge reader generally and really struggled to even kind of read during the pandemic. Um, and I, I would say really what I did the most was just spend time with my dog <laughs> and like go for walks and, and, um, and really like go, go easy on, on that sort of drive to produce work. And also I think, you know, even, uh, I was still auditioning, I guess, a few months after the pandemic started, but even then it was like all of these projects were either like being canceled or being pushed. It was a lot of um, just total kind of uncertainty and um, kind of a total lack of knowing what was really gonna happen and what was real, like really actually going. Uh, within playing this role of Connie, what is something that you might've learned about yourself within this role? Hmm. Something I might have learned about myself in this role. I mean, I think that whenever you play any character, I think that it's you know the thing I love about acting is you're kind of constantly uh, digging through your own stuff to kind of understand where the actual parallels are and where the similarities are and where the overlap is with you in this character because obviously knowing that helps you do your job um and so I don't I don't know if I could even kind of like uh say what that would be specifically for for Connie um but I, I think that that kind of like you know, I think that that is just like inherently part of um, 
of creating any character. It's kind of just like, it's almost like a second nature. Like you don't even think about it. It's just like, that's, that's baked into the process of, um, of becoming somebody else for however many weeks you're shooting something. You're kind of like inherently digging up your own, your own stuff to kind of find out where the, where the boundary lines are. That the, the final sequence of this for the final 15, maybe 20 minutes of the film is kind of like a, a, an intense wild ride. What was it kind of like getting into the headspace with all of the madness that kind of trickled down? Mm, I mean, it's, I have certainly done a lot of thrillers. <laughs> and I think that um, there is, you know, I think that what's great about this movie is like, there's that like thriller element of it but then like in this very unexpected package and um and that's just really fun to kind of you know to play with those you know heightened emotions of like the thriller world and then have it be through Dan Mervish's lens um which is you know just kind of madcap at the same time and um and and I also just, I really do love the way in which he chose to kind of imagine that whole end sequence and like all of the things that you don't see and the kind of like sonic backdrop of what you're hearing. I just think it's all very, it's all really interesting. It's the, you know, it's so not um, what you normally see in a movie. Um, a few quick questions before we go. Obviously, we talked about you are a Nashville uh, native here. What is your favorite local eatery? Oh, well, I mean, I have, I moved away from home so long ago and Nashville is a totally different place now. I, I mean, I used to love Sylvan Park Restaurant, but that's gone. So, you know, I don't even know. I feel like every time I go home, I'm like, I don't, I don't, be, what is this new neighborhood? It's, the gulch it's in, <laughs> that didn't exist when I was growing up. The gulch was not not a place, <laughs> right? It's crazy to me. It's like as this place yeah. grows, it's like oh, I, I every time I drive downtown, I find there's something new, right? You know what I mean? I it's know. like what is that? I know. When I go home, I just don't leave my parents' house now. I'm just like I'm only here to see you, and I'm not even engaging with Nashville. <laughs> I'll get lost. <laughs> I know I will. I will get lost. My parents get lost now. They don't exactly. use GPS on their phones. So my mom's like, I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm like, I know, well, got to figure that's out how to use that GPS. That's incredible. Um, okay, so before we go, obviously you mentioned some um, previous thriller roles. You spent two seasons of, as Emma Duvall in the Scream series, which I absolutely adored. And I've only like recently watched it ahead of the new film. Did you watch the new film? I haven't seen it yet, but I am excited yeah. to watch it. 